Nesanel was a cloth merchant who carried on his business in Krok, a Polish city. He was a Tamat Chacham, and he would have been highly respected, even if he were not wealthy. His wealth naturally added to his dignity. The fact that he made several business trips during the year to the city of Leipzig further enhanced his standing in the community. Here was a man who had a good share of title learning, and piety, and wisdom and wealth, all neatly combined. The community was so proud of him. This was in the days before railways and steam engines. People like Nesanel traveled by a droshka, a coach. And Nesanel always hired Pesha the Balagola, who was the most distinguished Jewish coachman in Krok, to be the one who would drive him from place to place. Pesha's coach was very comfortable, and his two horses were strong and reliable. Pesha the Balagola was not very learned in Taira, but he was a man of very good midos. Not being able to immerse himself in learning Gemara, he devoted his free time to doing good deeds. He was always full of good cheer and of a kindly disposition. On their fairly frequent business trips together, Nasanel and Pesha found pleasure in each other's company. By mutual agreement, they always planned their trips so that they could spend Shabbos in the middle of a Jewish community. And even during the week, they would stop in a Jewish kretschma where they could daven with a minion and hear kriya on Mondays and Thursdays. At night, they would not travel at all. They would stay at a kretschma and Nasanel would spend a good part of the evening learning Gemara while Pesha would attend to the horses and then say Telem. Traveling at a leisurely pace, the journey would often take several weeks, but it was not without interest or profit for both of them. During one of their trips together, they had an unusual experience. They arrived at a small shtetl on Erev Shabbos. They settled down in a Yiddish kretschma and went about getting ready for Shabbos Kodesh. Nisanel went to the mikveh, and then changed into Shabbos clothes, as befits a person of his standing. Then he went to the base Medrash. As he was walking, he wondered what Hashgacha Pratis would have in store for him in this little town where he had never been before. The base Medrash was empty, except for several wandering beggars who happened to pass that way. They came early to the base Medrash in the hope that some generous local Jew would invite them to eat for Shabbos. Nisanel went up to the bookcase, took out a Gemara, and began to learn. Soon a Jew entered the base Medrash and said that outside the town, a Jew had got stuck in the mud. The axle of the wagon had snapped, and he was stuck knee-deep. Ah, thought Nisanel, this is where I come in. I've never been able to help a Jew in such trouble. Now I have a chance to help somebody with my own bare hands. So he closed the Gemara and made his way to the place where the horse and wagon of the unlucky Jew were stuck in the mud. It had been raining a great deal for days. The mud was thick and deep. The wagon was already half sunk down, and it was no easy task to get it out. Nisanel put his shoulder to the wagon and pushed and heaved and pulled and pushed with little progress. Worse still 
was his attempt to get the horse out of the mud. The poor horse was frightened by the shouts, and it was kicking and splashing. Not being used to this kind of work, Nisanel got the worst of it all. Before long, several coach drivers arrived. They sized up the situation, got Nisanel out of the way, and with expert skill got the horse and wagon out of the mud in no time. Nisanel staggered back to the Kretschma. He was covered with mud from head to toe. He was bruised. His Shabbos clothes were torn. He felt miserable. He just had time to wash up and change back into his weekday clothes before going to Shul. In the meantime, Pesha the Balagala had also prepared himself for Shabbos. He too had been to the baths, changed to his Shabbos clothes, and started out for the base medrash. On the way, he heard about the unlucky coachman stuck in the mud. Pesha would have been happy to help, but now Pesha hesitated, because he was already dressed for Shabbos, and he felt sure that somebody else would help the unfortunate coachman. So he went to the base medrash. It was empty, except for a handful of wandering beggars who were waiting to be invited to somebody's house to eat. Pesha reached for a tillim, and it suddenly occurred to him that he had an unusual opportunity to host some needy Jews. Usually this was the privilege of the wealthier members of the community. But now he was in the base medrash first, and nobody knew him. Why should he not invite a poor man to be his guest? Better still, why not invite two or three? Indeed, why not all six of them? Back home he never had a chance to have a guest for Shabbos. There were usually more willing hosts than needy guests, and the honors and the mitzvah of Hachnosas Orchim would go to the wealthier members of the community. A poor Balagala like Pesha didn't stand a chance. So he invited all six of them. And when the local Balabatim came to the base medrash and wished to invite their guests, it turned out that the poor and homeless Jews had already been invited by that generous Balabas, namely Pesha. The local Balabatim felt disappointed and they thought that it was rather selfish for the stranger to take away all of the guests, but there was nothing they could do about it. Back at the Kretschma, Nisanel sat alone at a well-set table. He was in pain, exhausted from the useless efforts he had made earlier on to free the coachman and his wagon from the mud, and he was miserable. In another room sat Pesha the coachman, surrounded by his guests. There was barely enough wine for Kiddush and Lechem Mishnah for everybody, the starving beggars who had been looking forward all week long to a nice Shabbos meal, were disappointed, but they didn't leave the table hungry, chas v'shalom. After Shabbos, Pesha paid the innkeeper for the three Shabbos meals for himself and his guests. He was short of money, but Nisanel did not mind lending him some. When Nisanel recovered from his bruises, they continued their journey, traveling in silence for a long time, thinking about their experiences. After a hundred and twenty years, the time came when both Nasanal the cloth merchant and Pesha the Balagala made their final journey as their neshamas left their goof. But there was not to be rest for them for a while. You see, when the two neshamas appeared before the Bezdin Shalmila to give an account of their life on earth, they had been found at fault. The Bezdin declared 
that they were misguided souls. Nisano, the wealthy merchant, should have taken care of the poor beggars, and Pesha, the Balagala, should have taken care of the Balagala who was stuck in the mud. When the two exchanged each other's jobs, there was really no benefit for anyone. So the Bezdin ruled that both Nishamas had to return to earth to make amends for this mistake. The Nishama of Nisanal would again be clothed in the body of a wealthy man, and the Nishama of Pesha would again be clothed in the body of a Balagala. The opportunity would present itself again, and if they fulfilled their duty in the best way, they would be welcomed in Shemaim and richly rewarded with everlasting happiness.